guys, it's Carly, and no Arlie this week. Um, I'm actually alone. If you guys listened to Arlie's episode last week with her mother, um, you would know that um, last week and this week we are taking on the podcast game alone. Um, If you didn't listen to Arlie's episode with her mom, I highly recommend. It was literally so good. Um, I it's on my to-do list to listen again. Um, They really just hit everything I needed to hear, and I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to the things that they talked about as well. In full transparency, this is actually my second time recording this episode. Um, I recorded the entire thing, and the audio was just awful. Um, So I am here again to record it, um, and on the bright side, I have a better story of the week now that some time has passed. Yesterday was um, the first game day for Big Ten football, and IU was playing Penn State, which is a really important game to me because I have a lot of friends who go to Penn State. I know a ton of people who are there, a lot of family friends who went there. Um, Yeah, so really important game to me. And since I have been at IU, we have not won a game against Penn State. Um, But yesterday, everything changed. We won in overtime. It was very exciting. Um, It was definitely what we needed during these COVID times. Honestly, it was just a little win that really made so many people in the IU community really, really happy. And it was really fun to be with my friends. We had a super small tailgate with just um, our core team, as I have talked about before. And then I went home and I watched um, just the live stream of the end of the game and um, got to talk to my parents right when it ended because they were watching at home too. So it was a really good day. We had a ton of fun with my friends and I'm so happy that we won. Um, So that is my little story of the week. Um, and we are just going to dive right in because there's so much to talk about in this episode. Um, this episode is all about breakups, um, heartbreak, dealing with breakups, everything, um, in that category. And this is a really important topic, um, to me. And it's just something I really like to talk about and really, um, wanted to talk about on this podcast. I've talked about this topic a lot on my blog, but I um, was just really looking forward to talking about it on the podcast. Love is kind of a strong word to use for this topic, but breakups and heartache and moving on, all of that has been such a huge part of my life um, and has really helped me shape who I am today. So it was something that I was just super excited to have the opportunity to talk about. So before I move in any further to the history and the struggles and what has helped me and what hasn't, um, I just want to kind of share two large lessons, overall lessons that I have learned um, about life in general and um, just gaining advice or obtaining advice from people. So the first thing is, is that the most beautiful and magical and crazy thing about life is that we have the opportunity to wake up every single day and feel any different way, have any different emotions, have any different feelings. And 
you, there's just nothing you can do to know how you're going to wake up in the morning and how you're going to feel. There's a lot of things that we can do to set ourselves up for success the next day, like going to bed early, getting a good night's sleep, etc. But the universe and the stars and everything aligning and whatever, whatever you believe in, it just, it's when you wake up in the morning, you just have no idea what's going to come of the day. And that's great. And it's also terrifying. And I have, um, I guess, struggled with both, kind of accepting that it can be very good or be very bad. Um, but the reason that this has helped me so much is that I feel as though I woke up one day and I was just okay with my breakups, with all of the things that I was struggling with. I woke up and I remember the day and things just kind of clicked. Everything, all of the stars, all of the gods, all of the universes, whatever, it just clicked and I was fine. And it, it, it's not to say that all of the things that I did before, um, you know, just simply flew away or flew out the door, but everything clicked. The next thing um, that really helped is this book, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. And in it, he talks about uh, the fact that an obsession and an overinvestment in emotion fails us for the simple reason that emotions never last. So this is kind of going off of this idea that we can wake up any, any which way in the morning and feel any sort of way. Um, being obsessed with depression, with sadness, with happiness, it's just not worth our time because emotions simply never last. Uh, they change constantly. So something that I have learned from all of that or something I guess that, I don't know, in, in all of that, I have learned that it's okay to wake up one day and feel as though I've taken a step back or I've made leaps and bounds in the right direction or my right direction. It's going to change constantly and that's completely okay. And the last thing before we really get into it is I want everybody to recognize and understand and even say to themselves that nothing I say in this episode is going to help you immediately. That's that. And I know you're probably wondering why would I continue to listen? And the simple truth is that nothing that anybody says, nothing that you read, nothing that you do is going to flip the switch and help you get over this situation. It's just not how it works. It takes so much time and there's so many small things that you can do that can help lead you in the right direction. But ultimately, when you are ready to be okay and when the universe and everything else outside of our control is in place and in line, you will be okay. All this to say, I don't think that this podcast is going to be a waste of time because there's things that you can learn from this that applying to your life or incorporating into your life might help. So with that said, we're going to get right into it. If you guys have been following for a while, you would know a little bit about the history of my relationship statuses. Um, but for those nights, for those people who have not listened or maybe have forgotten or just want some uh, backstory, 
I'm going to start with my high school relationship. We um, were set up junior year to go to junior prom together, and we dated from uh, the summer before senior year all the way through September of our freshman year of college. So a little bit over a year, and we were in each other's lives for close to um, two years, I would say. Um, we had a pretty good, like, I'm not even gonna lie, we had a really solid relationship. Um, I had so much fun senior year, and I actually read my journal to kind of get in the right mindset and just kind of see where I was at this uh, time in my life and kind of what I was thinking. And I really was just happy. I was super happy. Um, it was a little bit of a false happiness, I would say, because I was so afraid of going to college and so afraid of moving on that that took over a lot of my life. But in terms of my relationship, I was really, really happy. I loved getting to spend time with my high school boyfriend. I loved all of the memories that we made, everything like that. Um, so that in and of itself was great. Um, we didn't really talk about college too much. Um, I think I had mentioned this in another episode, but when I had brought it up, he often said, let's wait to talk about this. We have three months. We have six months, blah, blah, blah. And you know, I said, okay, um, I can, I honestly can see both sides, um, of how people may feel about this. Um, the thing that was nice about it was that we didn't have to worry about it. We just tried to focus on what was going on right now. And that for some people is very helpful. Um, for me and me being afraid of moving on, the best thing I could do was just not even worry about what was going to happen in the future and just try to put all of my efforts and my focus on everything that was happening right now. So that's what I tried to do. Um, didn't always work, but that is what I tried to do. And we ended up talking about what we were gonna do um, in regards to college and our relationship about maybe a month, I would say, before I left for school. And I went into the conversation thinking that we were going to be on the same page and that we would both want to stay together. And that was just simply not how it went. And we just didn't really see eye to eye. Um, my parents had an open relationship when they were in college and they did long distance for almost seven years, I believe. Um, so I really thought that that could work. And I still think that long distance can work. Um, I, when people ask if I, how I feel about it or if people ask my advice, I always say go for it. I think the worst thing uh, we can do is just not even try. Um, so I always say go for it. I still will say that. I will always say that. But um, so we just didn't see eye to eye and we ended up having to end that conversation and pick a new time, a new day to talk. And we did and we agreed on going into college with an open relationship. Um, but when I left for school, the last day that we hung out, I drove away and I said to myself that I will not see him again. That when I come home next, he will not be my boyfriend. And I knew it. And that's my first piece of advice is to listen to yourself. It's so hard. I have seen so many of my friends struggle with this. They know exactly what they need to do or what they want to do. And they just simply don't do it. And uh, I literally did that and I 
I, that's probably one of the hardest things I've had to face and come to terms with because I knew exactly what was going to happen. And it's, and I just kind of dug myself into a deeper hole. Now I'm on terms with that. And I, I believe that I wouldn't be the person I am today had I not gone through everything I went through. So everything happens for a reason. Um, but listen to yourself. If you, if you are feeling something right now, some sort of way right now, whether it be positive or negative, listen to yourself. So we dated for about a month um, in college. And honestly, there was just no communication. He did not text me back. We did not talk on the phone. Um, there was just nothing. And there really was no communication when we broke up either. Um, no clarity, no, no, this is no thing that triggered it immediately. Um, but yeah, so that, that was something again, that I also struggled with for so long was the fact that I had no clarity. Um, I didn't know if he acted on, um, us having an open relationship. Did he meet someone new? Did something click on his end? I had no idea. Um, but yeah, so we ended up breaking up and I already was not doing too great in school. Um, I just really wanted to be home. Um, I just really wasn't having a good time. I, yeah, so that didn't help. Um, and it just made it really, really difficult uh, to like Indiana and like college and um, meet new people. I just really, really, really struggled. Um, that was probably one of the darkest places I have been in, in terms of just like, I didn't even want to go to school anymore. I told my parents I wanted to transfer. I just cried every day. Um, and I just didn't even know what to do with myself. So, um, I thought something that would help would be to go home and just have some time at home. So I was really looking forward to Thanksgiving break and kind of the second I got home, I realized that I made a huge mistake wanting to come home. Um, it made everything feel like we had just broken up again. I, like, I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to leave my house. I did not want to go anywhere with my friends. I was so afraid of running into him. I was so afraid of um, just everything. I really didn't want to go see any of the places that we had been to, which we had dated for over a year. Like, we had been literally everywhere in my town. Um, and I was just so um, upset. I quite literally did not go into my basement um, for so long because we used to hang out in my basement all the time and I just didn't want to go down there. Um, so yeah, I really struggled. Anyway, most people um, around this time, I would think, have their rebound, whether that's a rebound hookup, whatever. Um, I was not into hookup culture as Arlie and I have mentioned. However, my friend introduced me to someone and I ended up getting into a new relationship, um, which I have now learned was completely a rebound relationship. But at the time, I truly did not know. I really, really liked this person. Um, 
And I was honestly thanking God and the universe for bringing uh, this person into my life at this time. I really thought that he was going to fix everything and that I was going to be okay. Um, But I still constantly struggled with my previous breakup and it just didn't really get any better. I went home that summer and it was probably the worst summer I have ever had. Um, And yeah, it was just not good, but I really thought that I would be able to move on from one relationship by having this new relationship. So I dated this person, this next person um, for close to a year. And my sophomore year of college, I was hanging out with two of my really close friends. And one of them called me out for basically not being happy. He was like, I don't think you're actually happy in your relationship. Um, And it was just something I did not expect to hear literally ever. I give him so much credit for saying that because that's really hard to say as a friend. I think we all struggle with um, not knowing when to speak up because we don't want to hurt someone's feelings, but we also want to make sure that we are helping our friends be in the best place that they can be in. Um, so I literally cannot thank him enough for just calling me out, even if it was hard. Um, or even if I was upset by it, because now, now I'm so thankful. So after I got called out, I knew I had to make a change. Um, and I ended up breaking up with my college boyfriend and it was really, really, really difficult for me to do because I knew the place that I had been in when I got broken up with. The last thing I wanted to do was put someone else in that place, in that state of sadness. Um, It was just so, so difficult for me to do because I was so afraid that I was going to be the cause of someone else's pain and I didn't want to do that. But ultimately, you have to do what's best for you. So I ended up breaking up with him and this breakup was at some at some points better and at some points worse. There was much more communication between both of us. Um, But on the flip side, we talked, um, you know, maybe once a week, every other week for like a month following our breakup. Um, And that made it difficult. I ended up reading my journal and the summer before sophomore year, I wrote down that I thought I had depression and anxiety. So, At this point in March of my sophomore year, I was now mourning the loss of my recent breakup, my breakup from my freshman year of college, and the fact that I basically wrote down that I needed help and that I wasn't okay, and I just completely ignored myself and moved on with my life and dug myself into a deeper hole. So as you can imagine, I was pretty much feeling like I was at rock bottom Um, and really the one thing that helped me was knowing that I had nowhere else to go. Everything had come into the light and there was really nowhere else for me to go besides up. So that's what I did. I'm going to be completely honest. So much of the advice that people gave me just simply did not help at all. And coming to terms with that was really hard because I then at this point in March felt like I was just back at square one. I will share what did help. 
So the first thing that really helped was removing myself from social media. Um, I found social media to be extremely toxic because I had been struggling with being happy at school and my feed was constantly flooded with all of my friends who were taking beautiful pictures and were meeting so many people and were having fun at game days and doing this and doing that. And it just dug me into this hole, deeper and deeper and deeper hole of just being sad about where I was and why, and being confused as to why I wasn't having that same college experience. The other reason um, removing myself from social media helped was because I did not want to see pictures of my ex-boyfriends, um, their friends, anything really. Um, I honestly think the saying out of sight, out of mind is, is pretty true. The next thing that genuinely helped was writing. Um, I wrote in my journal, I wrote on my blog, I wrote quotes and notes and literally everything. Um, I, it, it helped so much and it even helps now when I can go back and read how I felt or how I overcame something. Um, so I highly recommend it. I am not the type of person my journal is not used for everyday writing. It's just, it's used for sporadic um, emotions and feelings and all of that. So I highly recommend writing. Along the same lines with writing, rereading my journal entries and my blog posts really, really helped. As I had mentioned, I reread uh, something that I had wrote about thinking that I was suffering from depression and anxiety. And had I not reread that, I don't even know where I would be now. I don't know if I would still be in this relationship. I don't know what would have happened. Because reading my words and really taking them in months later helped so much. And I highly recommend going back and reading some of the things that you wrote to understand how you felt at that time. And then ask yourself, do I still feel this way? And if so, what am I going to do about it now? Sometimes when we are just suffering or just going through something really intense, we are so blinded by our emotions that we, we can't actually take them in. And that is what happened when I was writing this journal entry. I was so, so, so upset that I didn't even recognize what I was writing and think like there's something tangible or there's something that I can do about it. The next thing I recommend um, is spending time alone, even if you think that that is the last thing you want to do right now. I ended up moving um, to Florida the summer after my sophomore year of college, and I lived alone uh, for the summer, and it was the best thing for me. I was so happy that I got to do this. Um, I am still so incredibly grateful. I was really, really afraid of being alone because that was something that I had avoided for the past two years, literally for two years, anything I could do to be with people, I did because I just did not want to be alone. Um, but I knew that, you know, I had to just work through everything and no one was going to help me. It was, it needed to be me. So on top of getting this internship, that was quite literally incredible and really shaped me, um, in terms of my career. Um, I also got the chance to live alone and it was so, so, so helpful. I really had the opportunity to learn more about myself and just what I liked, what I didn't like, um, 
how my brain worked, just so many things. Um, so I, I highly recommend it. Um, you know, just spending time alone, going to the grocery store alone, going for a walk alone. It's so important. And in those moments, you really do get to understand yourself and you get to just work through a lot of things um, because ultimately it's up to you. It really is. So the next thing I recommend that's really, really, really hard um, is accepting all of your emotions and where you are in this process or timeline that you've set up for yourself. Um, something that was, I just, something I couldn't understand or something that almost set me back every day was that I would wake up and I would think of my ex-boyfriend and think of the heartache and the pain. And then I would also go to bed thinking about the same exact thing. And I just felt like it kept setting me up for terrible, terrible days. And there's not an exact science for getting over this. So wherever you are, whether it's five months after a breakup or five years after a breakup, understand that that's okay. There are no rules. There's no playbook. There's no guide to this. Um, you just, it's just all, all in due time. Um, yeah, I really, really struggled with, um, that idea of a timeline and I just felt really, really bad for still feeling so upset and so afraid a year after our breakup. Now I look back and I think, no shit, literally no shit. I was still feeling that way because I wasn't doing anything to actually help me. I had been with this person for over a year and I just kept digging myself into a deeper hole. No shit, I st still felt that way. So that's okay, <laughs> literally. Um, and now I honestly just accept it all. I accept when I have bad days because I still do have bad days. I accept when I have good days because I have a lot of them and I'm so grateful for that. Um, so because I'm sure some people are looking for that and they are probably rolling their eyes right now if you even made it this far. Um, so I will hit you with some tangible things. Um, songs helped a lot. Music in general has helped me a lot. Um, I have a songs to cry to playlist and it gets me pretty much every time. Um, so yeah, listen to music. Even if it makes you cry, sometimes it's just good to get it out. So if you uh, really need that, you can search up Carly's Jams with a Z um, on Spotify and you can find that playlist. Um, Next, um, books. I really only have one that I actually read and I haven't even read it all the way through to be completely honest. Being happy. That makes sense. It's kind of in a big circle, I feel like. Um, but that's one lesson. Another um, lesson that I pulled from there um, is the idea of the variation of elements that come with not giving a flying fuck. Um, there's a lot of different elements and it's not just one, one overall thing of, oh, I don't give a fuck. There's so many different things that we have to let go of in order to truly just be at peace. Um, and yeah, it's really hard, but I, I feel so much better now that I have kind of recognized those elements and I think really applied them uh, to my life. Um, another lesson that I've pulled from there, or the last lesson that I've pulled from there so far that has really helped, um, is understanding that we choose a lot of our struggles and that there's a value in struggling. 
Um, this is not to say that, you know, outside forces don't cause struggles, um, but a lot of the things like the emotions that we won't let go of, the feelings that we won't let go of, a lot of that is on us and we need to figure out why. Um, but that also comes with that the idea that there's a value in struggling. Um, I really value everything I went through with both of my breakups because I, as I've said before, I would not be where I am today if I did not go through all of the things I went through. Um, I, 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 I don't wish that pain on anyone, but I also am so grateful that I went through it and it's helped me so much that I always tell my friends that you will get something out of this. Um, you might not know it right now. It might suck right now. I, com I, I know that 100%, but that's not to say that something good won't come out of this. Last but certainly not least, we're going to talk about some quotes and lessons that have actually helped me. Um, and I hope that you guys can apply them to your life and that they can help you too. The first one is extremely cliche, but I don't think I'll ever stop saying it. Um, it's the quote, everything happens for a reason. Or the lesson, everything happens for a reason. That idea helped me so much during COVID and quarantine. The next lesson that I've learned is to never regret something that once made you smile. Looking back is okay. Um, even now, I look back, I still, I have kept pictures, I have kept things from both relationships. And I honestly, when I get the opportunity once in a while to look back, it's exciting to me. It makes me smile now. I used to look back and want everything back. And now I'm just looking back on old memories and, and just being super grateful that they happened. You have to recognize that you had something good and that that, does, that doesn't just go away. All of those memories, all of the positive experiences, they don't just go away or they're not just erased because you broke up. And I know that's really hard for a lot of people. That was something that was super hard for me. I thought everything was a lie and that's not true at all. Everything was real. It was, it was just our time to be over, you know? Um, so understand that it's okay that all those things made you smile and it's even okay to smile about them now or smile while looking back at them now. It's all good. Um, the next thing I have learned is that one of the hardest things you will ever have to do is to grieve the loss of a person who is still alive. When someone breaks up with you, they're still on this planet and they are still interacting with people and all of these things that makes it sometimes seem nearly impossible to move on. Um, but if you can overcome that, you can overcome a lot of things. Um, but yeah, I learned that that was just such a hard, such a hard thing to do. Just to end it off, two quotes that have really helped um, is the quote, she couldn't feel her wings, but knew they were there. So she built a ladder that led to the sky. And when she touched the clouds, she remembered how to fly. This quote has been hung up in my room uh, for about two to three years now. And I reread it often. And I always just think about how grateful I am that I rediscovered and relearned so much um, that I thought I had completely lost. There's just so much. I mean, when I went back home and I was so afraid to literally leave my house, I thought I would never, ever be okay again. Like, I genuinely thought I would never be okay with being back at home. 
And now I love being home. I love whenever I get to come home. I'm so excited to go home in a couple of weeks. And I'm so happy that I ha- rediscovered that love and um, that the, that fear went away because it's so beautiful to, you know, overcome that. Um, and this applies to really so many things. I, I love that quote and I love just highlighting the things that um, I've rediscovered since feeling down. Um, the last quote that has really, really helped um, and just really been comforting to me is the quote that reads, um, the sunrise doesn't care if we watch it or not. It will keep on being beautiful, even if no one bothers to look at all. I just think this is so important to remember that if even if no one is there to applaud you for the small things, you need to celebrate it. And you need to know that it is incredible. The reason that this quote has helped so much is because along the way, I've hit a lot of milestones or accomplishments that to others may seem small or insignificant, but to me meant the world. Um, The first day that I woke up and I didn't think of my high school boyfriend, I celebrated that day. The first day that I didn't cry, I celebrated. The first day that I didn't think about him the entire day, uh, I literally cried because I remembered and I realized that I hadn't thought about him and I thought to myself, I didn't think that that day would ever come. So understand that if no one is there to celebrate and no one is there to watch you be beautiful and you achieve all of these things, that's okay. Keep on doing it. Keep on celebrating yourself. I am very aware that everything is easier said than done and that this can just be such a difficult time. But I hope that you learned something from this, that you just pulled a lesson from this that you would be able to apply to your life and your breakup or whatever you're going through. I mean, full circle uh, where I am now. I'm very happy. Um, I still have sad days and I still have some things that uh, are really hard for me. First being significant dates. I am very much aware of uh, birthdays or anniversaries or things. um, And that is really hard for me because it's not that I am sad that those dates don't mean the same thing anymore. For me, it's really um, just about still remembering them because I would like to be at a point where I don't. Um, but I'm also trying to accept that, that I might always remember uh, my ex-boyfriend's birthdays. And if, if that's the case, then I, there's a reason behind that. And one day I will come to terms with that. The other thing is um, I am very accepting of everything that I went through. Uh, I think that's come across in the podcast so far, but if it hasn't, I'm really, really okay with everything that I went through and just the pain and like not listening to myself and all of that. Um, It all happened for a reason and being at rock bottom sucked, but I got up and I think that's the most important thing. And the last thing I will say is that as you guys are probably aware, I am single and I'm very happy with that. This is not to say that uh, there have not been times that I have wanted to be in a relationship, but right now I am just really, really enjoying this time that I get to spend by myself. 
and with myself. Um, and I'm really enjoying this time that I get to pour a lot of, lot of energy into my friends. Sorry. I'm really enjoying this time that I get to pour a lot of energy into my other relationships. And I'm also in a time where crazy changes are about to happen. Um, I'm graduating in December. I don't know where I'm going to be when, or I don't know where I'm going to be next. So I'm really okay with going through these changes alone so that I can do what's best for me. And if someone comes along while I'm going through any of these changes and they are the right person, then I happily welcome them into my life. Um, yeah, so that's where I am now. It honestly took me a really long time to get here. I would say that the entire process was probably around two and a half to three years from my first breakup with my high school boyfriend to kind of where I am today and the feelings that I am going through today. So please don't let the timeline and the slow progression discourage you from continuing to push through or don't let it make you feel as though you will never overcome this because you will and it's okay to be where we are today and it's okay to feel that pain. The worst thing that we can do is give up on ourselves and stop trying and believe me there were days that I probably did this and I'm sure there were days or there are days that you have been doing this but you need to get back out there. I always tell my friends this and they always tell me that the world is going to keep moving whether or not we join it. So we need to get back out there. And I really hope that you pull one of the lessons and one of the things that I have talked about in this episode and let it inspire you to get back out into the world. As much as I would love to keep talking and just continue to share everything that comes to my head when I think about this topic, I think it's time I wrap it up. So thank you so, so, so much for listening and I really hope you guys enjoyed. And next week, Arlie and I are together again and I'm so excited to be back with her. We are doing the best friend tag slash challenge. I'm super excited. I think it's going to be really funny because there's just so much that we know about each other. And I think there's a lot that we think we know about each other, but our answers to some of these questions may have changed over the years. So I am super excited um, and I think it'll be a great episode. So to join that party, tune in next week, November 2nd, what the heck, and let us know who you think is going to win. Have a happy Monday or whenever you are listening to this. Uh, Keep smiling and just keep working through anything you're going through. I promise um, it's all worth it. And I think that's it, guys. Have a great day and I will see you guys next week. Bye.